Hey! This week, Melissa and I are discussing Children of the Corn from 1984. Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Uh, we have a very fun conversation, <laughs> kind of a silly conversation, uh, silly conversations, plural, uh, about that movie. But we it's a fun movie from uh, the 80s, from our childhoods, and... Um, I actually, it's one of the more fun conversations. Melissa gets really silly in this one. It's very fun. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys dig it. And we also discuss some other films. Uh, Melissa talks about Nether Beast from 2006. Nether Beast Incorporated, excuse me. Uh, she also talks about, oh, we both talk about Prisoners of the Ghostland. Uh, we had very different opinions about that movie from 2021, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Um,. And I talk about Demonic Toys from 1992, uh, and I also talk about Cheap Thrills from 2013. Both of those are very brief. Um, I talk uh, about Village of the Damned, also very briefly, from 1995, uh, John Carpenter's Village of the Damned. And I also talk about Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice, kind of go along with you know this one. Um, I don't know why they call it The Final Sacrifice either. I didn't mention that in an episode. Why do they call it The Final Sacrifice? There was literally like nine <laughs> Children of the Corn movies after the second one terrible name um but not a bad movie uh, and i will if you listen you'll hear me talk about it oh we also talk about uh creep show season three almost forgot to mention that creep show season three the first episode we discussed that uh and right off the bat eh, we found it a little lackluster but uh hopefully it picks up and we have some opinions and things to say about it of course this is a horror review show why wouldn't we have things to talk about yeah, okay uh, I think that is all that I have. There's a lot of meatball in this episode. Meatball is Melissa's dog. For you new listeners, he is a little gets a little riled up at certain points. We even had to pause it. Um, but uh, that's just this show. That's this show. We have dogs and kitty cats sometimes, and lots of fun conversations, and that's how we do it. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode sixty-seven. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. <laughs> I am your host, Chuck. And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are, and this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Melissa and I discuss horror movies from all subgenres, eras, uh, do it. countries. Yes. Nether uh, regions. Nether, <laughs> nether regions. <laughs> what horror movies do you think came from nether regions? Teeth. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good answer. I was going to say Antichrist. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, what's up? How was your week? What'd you watch? Hey, Let's buddy, get right thanks, into it. Thanks for asking. My week was swell, uneventful. It was swell? It was swell. Gee Had golly, to go it to was a, swell. a one-year-old's birthday party yesterday. That sounds like shit. It was pretty boring, yeah, but it wasn't too bad. They're always so boring. There was only one kid, so that was great. Well, that's great. I don't know how much you hate children. I mean, I don't hate them. Yes, you do. I don't. I don't. I just don't want any to be near me yes. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> really sounds like you hate them. No, they're fine. As they're long fine. as they're not mine. 
I think, Anyways. I feel like the only child you actually really like is my son, Alex. He is a nice young gentleman. He is. He is a nice fella. <laughs> Anyways, but enough about kids. Ooh, kids. Ew. And you know, your daughter's okay, too. Yeah, she's yeah, lovely. She's sweet. Thank you. But forget about that. I thought you were going to say, but forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. If you met my daughter, she's definitely not forgettable. No. She's a psycho. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> had to, had to, had to, had the birthday party. Yes. No, no, well. that. Let's talk about stuff. Boring. Okay. Uh, so should we just talk about Creepshow real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. We the, can hop right into Creepshow. Yeah. The first episode of the third season came out and Thursday. on Thursday. Yep. And we both watched it. We did. And we discussed it a little bit over text. I think we are in agreement that this episode was pretty meh. Meh. And I think your theory might be correct. I hope so. Yeah. So last season, season two, had their, uh, the best Creepshow episode, I think, of there ever time. was yeah. of all time. It was the Evil Dead Was one. the first episode of season two. And then the rest after that was like, eh, they're okay. They're nothing, not yeah, yeah, standing nothing out. Nothing added up to that. So hopefully they're going like meh and then they're going to like yeah. really nail it. Yeah, that was that was kind of silly the way they did that. They like came out swinging with this. Yeah. Like, there was no way they were ever going to top it that season. I don't understand why they didn't make that the finale. Exactly, because, that would have been perfect. Because like the, the point you're making is like the rest of it just it was good, but, but it, it was, wasn't like, like ah, as good. That's the you problem. You guys just proved that you could do better than this. Yeah. And <laughs> so. So for this episode, there was uh, the first part has to do with his kid and his mom and her garden, which obviously we're not going to give away because it's a brand new episode. And that was, I think, the better of the two parts. Oh, really? I liked liked the second one better. I did not like the second one at all. And the second one is called Killer Bee. And it's about a celebrity who's going in to have a baby. And it's supposed to be, like, private. No one knows where she's having it. But these three, like, fans show up. And, you know. It's three annoying Shit goes kind of crazy. And the special effects, like, the practical effects, I think, are always great. Greg Nicotero is wonderful. He knows what he's doing. But... Yes, he does. Both episode, both parts left me feeling it was lackluster. So. Yeah, I agree. I thought that the monsters in both, because both involve monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the first one, it's like this plant monster, and it's really yeah. cool effects, and it really looked old school, and like although the, I, loved I it. thought it was so cheesy at the ending, like yeah. when he's got the, the you flowers know, in the yeah, car, yeah. you're like okay. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, and then the second monster, uh, that like alien esque insect mm-hmm. type it's monster. It's like a bee, yeah. Yeah, I thought that looked really. And cool. And I liked her baby. I would have liked to have seen that thing move around a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, she kind of just stood up against the yeah. wall and screamed. Didn't didn't really do much. I would. And have liked... I will say the babies were adorable. <laughs> Those are the type <laughs> the of babies I love. Babies. Yes. So yeah, of course, all the the creature designs and practical effects were way cool. Oh yeah. But like you said, the stories were like kind of annoying. Um, I do like that they have like themes and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the second one being about like obsessed fans and the first yeah. one. Um, the first one was a little bit, I don't know. Did you think it was a little too like, like hitting the nail on the head, like on the nose, like with what's going on today? I don't and, think like, so. Cause I feel like everything right now kind of takes away from what's going on today. Yeah, I, guess you're right. I feel like that's kind of the hot topic. Okay. So. Yeah, maybe you're right. Either way. I didn't mind it because the uh, the yeah. main the story revolves around this dude who's basically like a domestic terrorist. Yeah. And he's, what was the thing that he was part of? Uh, they were like... They had a name. Yeah, but they're like a white supremacist. Yeah, they were like yeah. fascist, white supremacist, yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, it was fun seeing uh, Ethan... What's his name? Ethan... I always forget his last name. Ever? Nope. 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 I don't know. Ethan Embry? Is that his name? Whatever. His name went right out of my head. It's not e- that. Ethan Embry, yeah. Yeah. You you didn't recognize Ethan Embry? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. From um 
um, Empire Records? You've seen Empire Records, yes, right? The yeah. dude that watches Guar and eats all the brownies. Mm-hmm. That you, don't, don't, you don't remember? I don't remember him. From the Las Vegas vacation, National Lampoon's Las Vegas. You don't remember I this don't guy? I don't like the National Lampoon movies. Okay. Sorry. But you've, you've seen this dude I before. I know I have, <laughs> but I didn't recognize him when I was watching it, to be honest. Okay. You know what? Let me live. He was in The Guest. You're in The Guest. He was, in a, he was actually in a movie that I'm going to talk about this week called Cheap, Thrill, Cheap Thrills. Cheap Thrills. Hold anyway. on. Anyway, getting yeah, back, it was it, it was nice seeing him. I like that actor a lot, um, and he he did a good job. Other oh, than yeah, 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 I yeah. looked him up actually okay, when yeah. I was watching. I was, I was like, say, that guy looks you've familiar. You've seen yeah. that guy yeah. before. Um, other than Ethan Embry, in both segments, the acting is terrible, especially the, teenagers. Oh my god, the kid in the first one. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did they let him get away with acting this bad? Like, he was terrible. And I thought the kids in the second one were just as annoying, too. And there was, like, triple them. I thought they were less annoying than the one kid. But, yeah, they were, they were, they were really bad. I was, mm-hmm. I was surprised at the acting in these. It was, it was, I mean, even for the show. The show is supposed to be kind of cheesy yes, and, of course. and fun. But even for the standards that this show is set, I thought, ugh, I was not into it. That kid was so irritating. I wanted him to die. Nah. I mean, I wanted the fascists to die too, yeah. but I just maybe everyone could go. Yeah, maybe everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it was weird that you know that. Oh, can I spoil this? I shouldn't. Right? Uh, it just I don't. Came out. Ah, never mind. Eh. Okay. And yeah, we said talk enough. about it later. Yeah. It had to do with the, the mother and the son's blood. I didn't understand that at all. Like, that was, oh yeah, that was gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ew, that's your son. Weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't really spoil anything. Probably just confused people. Anyway, right. <laughs> I think, yeah, like you said, I think we're on the same page almost yeah. exactly. So, creep show. And then I watched two other things. Uh, something very random for some reason. I watched Nether Beast Incorporated. From, Nether Beast? Mm-hmm, from 2006. So, the Is synopsis goes Beast from someone's nether regions? I wish. That would have made it so much more enjoyable. I call mine Nether Beast sometimes. Really? No, not really. Call your wife right now. I'm going to ask. I call it Nether Smurf sometimes. <laughs> what? Papa Smurf? Papa Smurf. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> come get some Papa Smurf. <laughs> That's so weird. This show is yeah, so dumb. It is. <laughs> I don't understand how we the have to do this sometimes. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Nether Beast Incorporated. Uh, the synopsis goes, it's another day at Nether Beast Incorporated. So that's like the business. Cubicles, coffee, and blood in the drinking fountain. They are vampires, but all is not well when an employee is found dead with a stake through his heart. Ooh. So it's just like a quirky twist on a vampire tale set mm. in modern day corporate America. So obviously I watched Blood Sucking Bastards. So I was like, oh yeah, let me check this out. I still out. haven't watched that. This is like not as good as that. This one's pretty boring. It doesn't have Franz Kranz in it. Yeah, Franz Kranz. Franz Kranz. But this one does have a very bizarre <laughs> random cast. Uh, uh-huh. Steve Burns, as in Steve from Blue's Clues is the main actor. Really? Yes. He just uh, did that little comeback thing yeah, recently. I know. That little. Oh, yeah. oh. I believe in you, or whatever he says, or I'm proud of you, and we all cried. Yes. <laughs> and also has Daryl Hammond from SNL. Oh, Daryl you know, Hammond, the guy who always does look. Yeah. The Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, Trail I remember Daryl. Yeah, I know Daryl Hammond. Uh, I haven't don't. seen him in anything in years. Yeah, well, this is 2006. So. Oh, okay, that yeah. explains it. <laughs> Uh, Jason Mewes, which is Kevin Smith's conjoined twin without Kevin Smith. So that's weird. Uh, And Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club. Holy shit. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's. What a cast. Let's watch this. Yeah, it sounds like fun. (sighs) I figure why the heck not. It's like Dilbert meets Dracula, I guess. I don't know. Dilbert meets Dracula. It was funny. Uh, There was some playful, like good stuff. And it's also narrated by uh, Steve or Otto in the movie. And, you know, sometimes there's some 
too much backstory narrating to give the history because they're actually not vampires. They're like another creature similar to vampires. Uh-huh. And it's like kind of too much. You, they're like giving you too much and there's not enough action. That's a shame. So, yeah. And they do use the R word a lot. It's 2006. It's I'm, weird though. It's like nobody crazy. Gave sh- nobody gave a shit about that in 2006. Yeah. Someone described it as shot like a really good episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I guess like effect wise, it's not bad. But overall, really boring. Uh, <laughs> not enough horror. Play a comedy is funny. There's some little jokes that like, especially like Daryl Hammond, like his character like has the best lines in this because he's like the this really like dumb boss uh-huh. who like has kind of gone crazy and forgot that he's like a vampire creature or whatever. <laughs> so it's that's. Hi, Meatball. There's some funny parts with that, but overall, nothing happens in this. It and it takes like forever for them to like tell you what's going on or why there are these creatures and that they have to get this certain blood to like out of stay active and okay. focus. And it's just too much. So it's bogged down its own lore? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I would definitely think if you want to watch a vampire setting in corporate America, watch Blood Sucking Bastards. Or if you like, it doesn't surprise me that Daryl Hand sounds like it, he was the best part of it. He uh, was, yeah. Daryl Hammond is fantastic. Like I started to say, where did he go? I have no idea. He left Saturday Live. I don't think he did anything else. Are we gonna? We no, I'm not up? gonna look it up. I was like, are we looking it up? He's not that important. He's just he, he was in Saturday Night Live. Like when I was watching mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live, like it, he was in you know Will Ferrell yeah, cast. Yeah. He's he was amazing. Um, but yeah. So honestly, I would say Nether Beast Incorporated is a pass. Okay. And the other thing that I watched was 2021's Prisoners of the Ghostland. I watched it too. No! I I didn't I didn't take I didn't put it down and I wasn't going to talk about it because I didn't make it through the no, movie. It's long. I turned it off. So. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much. Did you like it? Um it was not good. No. God, it was bad. <laughs> it was terrible, I thought. But uh let me read it for the folks. Okay. In the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town. Yeah. Samurai. Frontier oh, city God. of Samurai Town. Yeah, so we have cowboys and samurais. Okay. A ruthless bank robber is sprung from jail by wealthy warlord, the governor, whose adopted granddaughter, Bernice, has gone missing. I hate that name. Bernice. The governor offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway. Strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct within five days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. Uh, the governor, by the way, is Bill Mosley. I'm very aware. Okay. I just want to say it first. Okay. Well, this is an action horror film starring the national treasure, Nick Cage. And full <laughs> on treasure. Nick Cage glory. Oh, uh, he, he it's almost too just, much yeah, Nick Cage. He it's just like, eats it up. Ooh, they dialed up the Nick Cage in this one. It I is, kinda love that's the best part, I think. I think so too, but even for him, it was like, well, calm down, man. <laughs> so it also stars Sophia Botella from Star Trek Beyond and that shitty mummy remake with Tom Cruise. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Bill Mosley, like you said, as the governor who's wearing some all white suit and a cowboy hat whose southern accent is there sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes so it's true. just Bill Mosley, who I love his voice. I'm not going to lie. I listen, let's close my eyes. I'm like, yeah, Otis. Otis. But then like. I don't know what's going on with his character. Goofy as fuck. I don't know what's going on with this fucking movie. Oh, it is insane. <laughs> it is bizarre. There's, I I don't okay, even sorry. know I'm like stealing what the, movie. the fuck is happening half the time. So, I guess this, I just wrote down some fun facts. It's directed by Sion Soon. Sion Soon? Sono? 
Sono. Yeah, he's done other stuff. I don't really yeah. recognize him. He called Nicolas Cage the easiest person I ever worked with brought me back from the dead, which makes kind of sense because the movie was delayed a year because the director actually had a heart attack. Oh, shit. Yeah, so maybe he did. And Nicolas Cage met his fifth wife while filming this. <laughs> okay. Yes. So right. I like it visually. It's bright and colorful. Yeah, the, the visuals. The score's were... fine, a little silly. Acting is over the top, pretty much so, all around. So far over the Ridiculous. top. Ridiculous. But for real, I have no idea what I watched. This was wild. This was weird. Half Western, half Samurai, half post-apocalyptic. I don't half fucking know. what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. At one point, Nick Cage jumps up and says, I'll karate chop you. Yes, I remember and that. And high fucking yeah. High fucking yeah. High fucking yeah. Yeah, that was so funny. So, and also, he doesn't have a name in this. He's just known nope, as the hero. he's just the hero, yeah. So I wrote down some two reviews from someone else, but... So, Keith said, man, this is indeed a movie. It is, it is a movie. <laughs> First of all, the chaotic imagery in this film is like watching the background of Blade Runner, but just the background. <laughs> Weird-ass samurai stuff, batshit crazy trash people. Second, secondly, secondly, uh, it was as if the entire film was shot on that nutso trash planet they visited in Transformers, the cartoon movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but with coked-out samurais and geishas everywhere, exploding testicles, and Bill Mosley's creepy, touchy-touchy grandpa spread so much what the fuck in this film that I almost didn't like it. Eh, oh. I, uh, mm, it's Did a, you like it? I thought it was something. Ugh, I thought it, it was, was something. I thought it was dreadful. Uh, and Jordy says, I don't think this is anyone's cup of tea. I've seen it all, and I've seen nothing like this at the same time. And I yes, don't quite understand what's going on in here. That's, that's but in the how end, I feel. it's damn entertaining. Uh, no, I thought... Yes, it, I thought it was pretty entertaining. I, just, there, there I don't no think it was good. There was no spark. There was no... It just fell completely flat I don't know. to me. I think the best part was when Nicolas Cage is being a horny freak and his testicle explodes. That was definitely the best part. Yes. But honestly, I really don't know what I watched. No, and I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to go for like an escape from New York yeah. feel with like all the different groups of people mm-hmm. that are crazy and he's trying to make it. But it was just, it was too much and not enough at the same time. Um, I don't know. I think it was pretty crazy entertaining. I, I, just, I don't know what's happening and it's not a good movie. I'll say that. It had no heart. But it, it is no, like, funny because there's so much ridiculousness going on. I didn't laugh for most of it. I, I like groaned through most of it. I was like, oh, well, okay, I get it. You are kind of miserable. No, I'm not. I usually yes, love are. shit like this. And there was just no, there was no something. It just, mm. it lacked like some like spark or some characteristic. And I just could not get into it. Anyways, I think it was very char- characteristic. I thought it was very charismatic. Okay. Whatever. Okay, maybe. Um, I think if you're all about the rage cage and you just want to get really high and like just be like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm here for the visuals and yeah. the questions. Our opinions kind of reflect. I say watch it. Kind of reflect like the general consensus yeah. of this movie. Some people like me just didn't understand it. Oh, Some, it has like a shitload of bad reviews. Oh yeah, it, I didn't understand it. I have no, there was like <laughs> the chanting and the singing randomly yeah, with the, with the, the weird visual, clock stuff. Like the, what the fuck? Was they're that? telling the story about like the ex, the explosion or with the prisoners. Yeah. And the, I, I don't know if you even got that far. It was yeah, I got weird. it. I got to the I got to the part where all those people were like doing that poem or they were. You were like, nearly to the end. Oh, really? You should have stuck around. I, I was done. I was tired and I was like, I, I'm done. I'm out. Okay. Well. This one was not so bananas. <laughs> I won't disagree with you on that. I kind of think people should watch it just to also be confused. Yeah. <laughs> and if you love Rage Cage, it's pure Nicolas Cage. Yep. 
But anyways, that's it for me. Okay. 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 Hopefully I've seen something you talk about so I could talk over you <laughs> and ruin it. Sorry. I don't think you have. Um, so well, I good watched... good thing you don't read books. Yeah, right. <laughs> I watched a bunch of movies. Um, I watched two movies and I didn't take notes for them. What? Why? So I'll just either recommend or not recommend. I don't know. I just... I watched a movie like Friday night and I just, I didn't feel like taking notes. I was just like, I just want to watch something and not like examine it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned um, uh, Baby Oopsie. Yeah. From, from uh, F- Full Moon. Is it Full yeah, Moon? Full yeah, Full Moon. Moon Productions. Name, names are going right out of my head. It's all right. Um, and I've known about this movie for a long time Is and I've known Moon? about Full yeah. Moon Productions and all that stuff. Oh, which one did you watch? Uh, I watched... The one that kind of kicked it off, I think. Um, the dolls demonic, one? Do- yeah. Demonic toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Baby Oopsie is by Michael. Go get booze. Wait, wait, wait. Bring me back that wine, please. Right there. No, Michael. <laughs> no, help. Help, Michael. Akio wine. Akio, what? Thanks. It's Harry Potter. Okay. I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. Well, don't start Boom. now. Don't yeah. start now. Yeah. Oh, All right. oh, from the inf- infamous turf. Uh, yeah. What's her name? JK yes. Rowling. Okay. Anyway, um, don't want to go into that. Yeah. No, fuck her. Anyways, move on. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I watched Demonic Toys and I had a lot of fun. Uh, my only complaint, my only complaint is there's this whole backstory with this demon that gets let out mm-hmm. and that's what's possessing the toys. Okay. Too much demon. Yeah. Not enough toys. Gotcha. Wanted more toys. They definitely learned with Baby Oopsie because it's all toys. Oh, yeah, for sure. Baby Oopsie shows up several times mm-hmm. in the movie. And I was every time he was on, I was like, why isn't... First off, that's a lady. <laughs> oh, whatever. Why isn't, <laughs> why isn't she like a much bigger part of this movie? Because yeah. she was fucking hilarious. That's why she got her own. Yeah. yeah. So I will be watching Baby Oopsie. Uh, you I definitely were correct. recommend you it. You were correct. I was laughing my ass off. Um, there's lots of gore in it. It's mm-hmm. tons of fun. Um, and I highly recommend it. Very cool movie. And it's only like an hour and 20 minutes. Nice. Like yeah. an hour, 28 minutes, something. Um, and the other one I didn't re- take notes for. I watched with Amanda. And because I was taking notes, and she was like, will you just watch this movie with me? I was like, oh, fine. Yeah. So I put my phone down and I paid attention to the movie. Um, <laughs> I know. Sometimes I just, it's yeah. hard. It I want to like just do it, but then. A lot of times I end up pausing because I'll have a thought yeah. and I'll like start writing out notes and that really pisses her off. <laughs> um. Which is why I don't think she likes watching movies with me anymore. Huh, I can imagine. But um, we watched a movie called Cheap Thrills. It's okay. on Shudder, uh, starring, um, like I said, Ethan Embry. Um, actually, I'll pull this up. I'll talk a little bit about it. Is that from 2013? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the synopsis. Oh, wait. This is a Roald Dahl story. A what? Roald Dahl. Who's Roald Dahl? He did like a, a bunch of books Okay. when we were kids. No? Mm, I don't know. A scheming couple put a struggling family man and his old friend through a series of increasingly twisted dares over the course of an evening at a local bar. I'm sorry. Roldo wrote Willy Wonka. Oh, really? And witches. What do you mean? Who's Roldo? You never read a book. Okay. Well, I've I've never read either of those, but I know they are things. (laughs) Okay. Well, go back. Start reading. This is not a Roldo. It says it's the writer. Roldo? Yeah. That's the oh, right. they adapted it from a short story he wrote. Duh, okay. fuck. Anyway, so you are going to interrupt my movie. <laughs> yeah, fair's fair. Okay. Um, In farts. So basically what happens is this uh, family man, he's a, he's a writer, he's like a failed writer, and he's down on his luck. He just lost his job. Mm-hmm. He owes like uh, like four 
$4,500 to like keep his rent. He's getting evicted and he needs it like that week. So he's desperate and he runs into an old like friend from like their like early 20s, like high school days that he was in bands with and mm-hmm. like they were into like punk and stuff. And now the guy, the other guy, Ethan Embry now is like, they're both kind of losers, but Ethan Embry is like embraced his like loserness and he's like, he like, uh, what do you call those dudes? The dudes that go and like collect money. The like or the break your legs dudes. Like, oh, just like he's like he's yeah. like yeah, he's like a muscle for hire. Yeah. And he goes and he gets money from people that owe whatever. Yeah, we'll break your kneecap. Yeah, like a mercenary or something. Bounty hunter. I, I think the event. I, I think at one point they call him like something kind of like a mercenary, where he collects debts for people mm-hmm. by going and intimidating them and beating them up. And he's also into some other like shady shit, but he's just trying to make it. Um, so they show up to this bar and David Keckner. And his beautiful wife, I don't remember what her name was. Um, hmm. they, uh, they're Seth Sarah Paxton. Um, they're celebrating his wife's birthday. And they're in the back of this bar. They're doing coke. Oh, and, whammy. Yeah, whammy. <laughs> David Keckner, yeah. yeah. Um, so they, it starts out innocent enough where they start out with like this shot game. And they're like, oh, whoever drinks a shot first wins. Or whoever drinks another shot. And he starts, he's got tons and tons and tons of money. He's got like, you find out through the movie that he's got like, a whole bunch of properties everywhere and he's like super mm-hmm. rich. So it starts getting more and more fucked up. He starts paying them for more and more fucked up things. Like he gets, they get thrown out of the bar because um, Ethan Embry goes up and smacks one of the waitresses or out of a strip club. He smacks her yeah. ass and they get thrown out. Yeah, no touchies. The, the bouncer comes running out. He's like, what the fuck did you do? And David Kechner's like, I'll give you $500 if you punch him before he punches you. <laughs> and he punches him really quick and he blacks out. And then it goes back to David Keckner's house where things start getting really fucked up. Yeah. Um, they pay him to like go take a shit in his neighbor's house. <laughs> uh, and Ethan Emery thinks it would be better if he killed the dog. Like, how much would we pay for that? Oh, my God. Um, That's dog, not better. The dog does die. That's not better. And I'm not going to spoil it. The dog does die. Uh, and uh, it's, its end fate is is really really hard to stomach hint hint um they pay them to eat the dog uh, spoil it it's so fucked up but yeah stuff like that they're cutting off limbs they're like yeah he, he's doing all this horrible stuff and in the end it ended up being this like kind of examination i guess of like you have two people like just because this dude has a family does it really make him the better person because this other person is a person too and it kind of like i don't know some interesting themes here it's a lot of fun. Definitely recommend. It's yes, on Shutter. I'm glad you think Deaths of Dogs is fun. Well, that was hard. That one was... That was rough, man. Get it? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, very intense, crazy, kind of hilarious movie. Yes. Um, that, that's funny, huh? No, it's <laughs> the one part. The rest of it's crazy. Dude, the part where they have to shit in the house is hilarious. It's so funny. All right. Well, I dare you to go shit in my neighbor's house. Pick no, one. I don't want to. Um, so yeah, so the two I'm going to really dig into, I know I just kind of dug into that one. Oh wait, I'm only going to really dig into one more. We watched, um, I did a little double feature with Alex yesterday. We watched, uh, John Carpenter's Village of the Damned mm-hmm. and we watched, um, cause I was trying to watch some other like kid horror movies mm-hmm. to go along with Children of the Corn. And then we also watched Children of the Corn 2, um, uh, from 1992. I don't, I don't know. know how there's so many Children of the Corn. There's 11. Yeah. <laughs> How? I don't know, but... Uh, okay, John Carpenter's Village of the Damned. Small towns, women give birth to unfriendly alien children mm-hmm. posing as humans. Um, it's a pretty cool premise. Uh, basically, um, this, this like something sweeps across the town and everybody faints for six hours. 
And then they wake up and all of the women that were in this certain area are pregnant. God, I'd kill myself. Yeah, right? And then they all decide to keep the babies because the, uh, the government, the National Science Foundation, gives them money to like mm-hmm. keep the babies. Babies grow up and the kids. And they're ugly. And they're weird looking. Uh, and they, have, they all have blonde hair mm-hmm. and they can control people with their minds. And they're clearly aliens. Um, and they start kind of wreaking havoc on the town. They're making all the adults kill themselves mm-hmm. whenever any of the adults get in their way. And like, they're really kind of, yeah, they make this one woman like stick her hand in like boiling water. Mm-hmm. They make another woman like jump off a cliff. They make, um, oh, there's a lot of, there's a couple of big actors. And it's Christopher yeah. Reeves and then Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Uh, they make, they make Reverend Mark Hamill blow <laughs> his brains out with like a shotgun. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm not really going to talk about it because one, it's, you should have seen it. Yeah, TV. this is definitely. Uh, but this is yeah, we're going to pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, we're going to end up doing this movie eventually, so I don't want to go into it because I'm sure. Some, you say it like about every movie I love. I it. know, but you're like, oh, when's our this movie? But we're eventually going to do it. But we are. We're going to do Village of the Dam. Yeah, Damned. it could be three years from now. It could but be. We, we're still going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and talk a whole bunch about it because there's a I don't know. Um, but it's fun. It's nothing super great. Um, it's a it's a fun little movie. You know, yeah. Kids are kind of creepy. Yeah, um, yeah. One of my favorite, one of my favorite parts, and then I'll be done. Was uh, they make, they make the school janitor who is uh, um, uh, the dude, the bum from Wishmaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they make him climb up onto a roof, and they they make him like put his uh his broom handle to his chest, mm-hmm. and then jump off the roof. Onto like a car and the Do you broom, think that would work the broom handle goes right through his body. Do you think that would work? What? Do you think it would work? Do would it go through his body? Would he actually be able to land on the one end of the broom for it to penetrate his body? I don't think so. I think it would fuck him up though. I think he'd break something. I don't know that it would go through his body. I doubt that. But it happened in the movie so it was fun. <laughs> okay. They were controlling his mind though. They could have controlled how he fell and made it perfect. Mm. I'm going to believe that. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, it's a fun movie. Um, I recommend you grab some village friends and have a damned good time. Boo. Oh, that one wasn't good? It was fine, but (laughs) I'm not feeling very generous today. Uh, Okay. Boo. Uh, All right. So I am going to talk about, because we're talking about Children of the Corn, I'm going to talk about Children of the Corn 2. Electric Boogaloo. From 1992. Uh, a journalist and his son travel to Nebraska to investigate the mysterious town of Gatlin, where, unbeknownst to them, a murderous cult of children are still waiting in the cornfields. So this happens um, right after Children of the Corn. So I can't really talk about the ending of Children of the Corn yet, because we don't want to spoil this movie from 1984. <laughs> but it happens right after that. Um, we quickly get a new Malachi. Or no, not a, not a new Malachi. A new Isaac. Uh, Isaac. We get a new Isaac. Um, he's actually a little less annoying than Isaac. Um, so yeah, and it, and it goes on from there. And it's basically, it's it's basically the same plot. They start like murdering the adults, and they start their cult back up, and they start, you know, talking. Where do the adults to, come from? They're in a different town. Oh, okay. They uh they bus all of the remaining so children. So no longer Gatlin, got it. Yeah, they bus all the children from Gatlin to live with uh, like temporary foster parents in the next you town. You would think over. after the children learned that like you know this isn't gonna work out and they were just kind of little loony toony. Oh yeah. Then why would we start following someone else to yeah. do it all over again? Yeah. Well, it's like spoiler. Like in the first one, they're all convinced, like towards the end, and they're all like, oh maybe he's right, and they kind of disband. Mm-hmm. But then they go right back to it. This one. Oh, there's plenty of stuff in this, but that doesn't make sense. Children are the worst. Yeah, they really are. 
Um, so the early 90s were kind of a black hole for good horror mm. and there's not very many good ones mm. and there's not compared to like 80s and like 2000s and even like now 90s maybe late 90s i'll give you because there were some really cool slashers that came out but from like 90 to like 97 there's just so many we haven't seen we don't know i've seen a lot well let's watch them all okay <laughs> agreed but there's there's definitely not as many anyway uh, but this one is decent, I thought. Compared to what was coming out and like what we were getting at this time, I thought it was all right. It was uh, it was fun. Um, and apparently it's the last of the 11 sequels to actually be watchable. I read a little bit. I haven't seen any of them except these two. Yeah. And I read a little bit about the ones after this, like three and on. And most people say they are absolutely terrible, nigh unwatchable. So I think I'll stop with this one. Um, I find it, I don't know, people might really hate me for saying this, but I thought it was pretty much on par with the first one. Um, it's fun. It's cheesy. Just like the first one, the obnoxious choral music is back through the entire movie. Uh, everyone's kind of overacting. Um, I did appreciate that there is actually, there's more blood and kills mm -hmm. in this one than the first one. It's yeah. much more violent. And then there's much more on screen. That's the problem with the first stuff. one. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the biggest very problem with the bones. first one is, yeah, it's very like almost like family horror. Yeah. It's like there's nothing. I always think of it as like a goosebumps. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, a good way to put it. But this one's definitely, I mean, there's, there's some scenes in this one um, that I'll get to that were like, you know, like kind of nauseating. Like there's one scene in particular that I'll talk about in a minute. Um, uh, the characters are a bit less likable than the first one. I'll say that. Um, although, like I said, the main bad kid in this one I thought was okay. I thought he was fun. Um, and the lack of anyone like Linda Hamilton in this movie really kind of hurts it. Yeah. I mean, Linda, Linda Hamilton kind of, in my opinion, elevated Children of the Corn. Uh, there's nobody like this and that. There's no like... Yeah, yeah. All the characters are just kind of like meh. Um, it's funnier. There's some really stupid jokes in this. Uh, there's a woman, a woman gets crushed by a house. Um, the house like falls down on her. And as she's getting crushed, she goes, oh, what a world. No, stop. <laughs> and he yeah, crushes her with her feet oh, out. Oh, no. Oh, like a wicked yeah. witch. Got it. And the name of her cat was Elvira. Oh. Um, Did the cat get crushed? No, I don't think so. Okay. Did the cat eat her feet? No. It's going to get hungry eventually. <laughs> it's going to get hungry. It's going <laughs> to want those piggy toes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And there's more jokes and there's more stupid shit in this one. I had a fun watching it. I actually had a lot of fun watching it. And I do recommend it. Um, I said the production value was a little bit better, but that's probably just because it, it only cost like $100,000 more than the first one. And I'm thinking that the production was better just because it was 1992 and mm -hmm. not 1984. Um, the ending is fun uh, and gross. Some uh, certain kid gets uh, shot through a corn harvester, which is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. It was really gross. Um, but I'm going to spoil the end a little bit. Uh because I just the ending some some movie endings really take liberty with like reality mm -hmm. and like okay so the movie ends and whatever happens happens and the main characters are all there at the end they all survive and um, the one there's a there's a doctor who has like PhD in, in like anthropology um, who's a Native American mm -hmm. and he's like an old Native American guy he gets shot with an arrow saving the day of course. and he dies Aww. so the very end of this movie. They they put him up on like I guess it's like this this uh, Native American way to like to like cremate yeah. their dead or something that they did so they made this thing out of corn 
stuff and all this dried stuff. And they put his body on it. And this is the, the normal adult people that survived like the child massacre. Oh. And so it, that all just happened. They put his body up on there and they light it on fire. And they're like, he, like, he was a good man. He'll be missed. And then they kind of leave. And they're like, let's get out of here. And they're wow. all like smiling and laughing and get in the car and drive away. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That dude, <laughs> like that dude probably has family. He's probably got children and yeah. grandchildren and brothers and sisters. You can't just burn a body because it's dead. Like, what the fuck? And where are you going? You have so many questions to answer. Like, and the cops are nowhere in this movie. Like, actually, the cops turn out to be bad guys at, at one point. But, like, all of this stuff happened. There's murders. The blue man. Yeah, also, yeah. these... Hey, the blue man. <laughs> the kids are also walking around in, in this group. They're all dressed really fucking weird. Of course. Like, you know, like... Fashion. Puritans or, yeah. like, whatever. Crazy hill people. <laughs> They're walking around. Every, everywhere this group goes, people die. Yeah. Nobody's breaking up the group. <laughs> Nobody's talking to the kids. Nobody's... They're just like, leave those kids alone. Like, they're murdering people. I don't know. They're just some rascals. Ah, those rascally hill people kids. <laughs> we have to be nice to them. Yeah, they kill this old woman in a wheelchair. They, yeah, they they they, they uh, kill this doctor by like like uh, stabbing him a billion times with all these syringes. It's wow. a fun movie, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. And that ending, I was howling. I was like, where, where are you going? You're just going to burn this body of this <laughs> dude that you don't really know and then leave and think that's okay? Yep, I'm out. Yeah, they're like, oh, right. let's get out of here. I'm let's go get out. pancakes. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, our hop's still open. So silly. Uh, they delve a little more into the lore. Um, okay. They talk about who, who exactly he who walks behind the roses mm-hmm. is more explained. Yeah, you really don't get that. But here. I'll save it for when we're talking about it in the original. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I had a fun little story about this. And then I'll be done. And we can talk about Children of the Corn. Um, so I don't ever remember seeing this as a movie, like I, I, as a movie, I saw it as a book, but short story, it make but any fucking sense. Um, I remember seeing this when I was a kid or yep. I don't remember seeing this when I was oh, a kid. Oh no, I watched this a bunch when I was a kid. The second one? No, the first one. Sorry. No, I'm talking about the second one. Yeah, no, I thought we were done with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't even done our break yet. I put it on because I was like, oh, I've never seen the second one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this will be fun. Alex can watch it. It's like, yeah, it's no, I never seen the second basically one. Basically PG 13. There's not going to be anything in it. Um, no, I looked up the parents' guy yeah. and stuff. I was like, oh, he can watch this. It'll be fun. Wow, you're responsible. I know. It's awful. I know. Sorry. Sometimes I screw up. Sometimes those parents' guides yeah. aren't... They don't tell you about the they boobs. They don't tell you about the boobies. <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost over it. Yeah, like, right. He's as about long, 11. He'll be fine. As long as nothing sexual yeah. is happening. They're, they're boobs. Yeah, everyone has boobs. Everyone has boobs. Let's bo- be real. Yeah. Everyone. You. I definitely have boobs. <laughs> um... So I was like, oh, I've never seen this movie. I want to check it out. And we put it on. We start watching it. And I'm like, I'm like calling out scenes. I'm like, I remember this. Like, this is going to happen. I was like, have I seen this? I was like, I've never seen this. I'm thinking of something else. It all seems super duper familiar. But then there was one scene. Oh, then there was a scene where they, they killed a the woman by dropping the house on her. They hadn't even gotten to it yet. But she was moving her house to get out of the town because mm-hmm. the kids were there. And she's standing on the house and they, they make this X on her house with like this weird poop stuff. <laughs> or not an X, like a cross yeah. to mark her because they were going to kill her. And I was like, they're going to drop the house on her. I was like, how do I know that? I was like, how do I know they're going to drop the house on her? And then we got to a scene that I must have blocked from my memory because it bothered me oh, really? so much when I, I saw it when I was like nine or 10. Yeah. Um, but it started happening. I was like, 
no, no. Like, oh my God, I remember this. So Micah, the bad guy, Mm -hmm. walks into a church with a little voodoo doll, like carved out of wood. Dope. Not corn, though. They were hinting at this one guy. I don't really know. Maybe there's some deleted scenes where they did something with this guy, but they had this really weird looking guy Mm -hmm. that I feel like they were trying to make out as like a, like a, um, uh, a pedophile oh as like a child yeah you know and they because they did it and micah walks in and singles out this guy mm-hmm. was saying and he's got the glasses and the mustache yeah, course, and he looks yeah. real weasley and like Jeffrey during Dahmer, yeah. yeah during one of the scenes he's like looking at the kids like <laughs> and like so i think <laughs> rubbing his palms yeah, together. <laughs> ugh, gross <laughs> so micah comes in and sits down and he starts gouging the oh. thing's nose and so the guy's sitting there in church and his nose starts bleeding. He's like, oh, your nose is bleeding. And he starts, and it really starts bleeding. And, yeah. and Micah's like going, yeah, he's grinding into this dude's nose. And it really starts gushing blood. He's like, oh, no. He's like, and then like both nostrils, then it goes to the other nostrils. Both nostrils start like gushing blood. And like nobody's really doing anything. The pastor's still yeah. preaching. He's like trying to get tissues and shit. And he's like, oh, my God. And it'll take like, a lot of blood. And he's like, so much fucking blood. And then he moves to his ear. Ah. And he starts gouging out his ear. And the dude starts gushing blood out of his ears. And, like, his whole face is covered in blood. It's doing the eyes. He does his mouth. And there is so much blood. And he starts, like, gushing blood. Are from... people doing things at this point? Yeah, they're trying to help him. Okay. But he's covered in blood. There is so much blood. And at one point, he like spits at this woman and like throws up blood. And there's just blood gushing from every orifice of his face. And it is disgusting. And I stood up and I was like, oh my God. Like, I remember this. I watched this on TV. It wasn't nearly as bad on TV. This sounds familiar, though. I might have seen this on HBO one night. No, I think it was on like US. The scene that I remember wasn't nearly as much no so like when I, I was a kid i had like all three hbos and they would just have so many random horror movies uh, maybe that did. i might have picked it up there but yeah from that point on i it like unlocked like the yeah. entire memory of the movie it's like dude i must have been so upset by that as a nine-year-old that yeah. i like blocked it out because it is really gross and really awesome so that was fun it was it was kind of weird yeah. Like, have you ever had that happen? Yeah, I think like, so, yeah. Like, I never saw this. Like, and then you're like, oh, And then you're like, I know this scene, I know this scene. But yeah, I'm, definitely. Like, it's just locked somewhere in your memory. Um, but yeah, it's it's really, really cool and really, really bloody. But as, like like I said, like as, it didn't bother Alex at all. Oh, it did bother him a little bit. He looked away at one point. Yeah. He was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, it's awesome. Um, so yeah, those are the movies I watched. Oh, I had a, I had a thing. I think. Um, um. Yeah, I said the thing about the kids. Oh, so all in all, while some might find this movie twice as corny as the first one, oh wow! I say grab your little plastic yellow corn skewers and dig. <laughs> what if mine were green? <laughs> They're not. They're always little yellow pieces of corn. No, I think I had a green ones. Heretic. Like supposed to look like Heretic. The, oh, the the ends or no, the. I guess that's stupid. Yeah. I've only ever used the ones that look like little And it had these of awesome corn. like little corn plates too that only fit like corn. All right, calm down. And did they you, were green too. Do you guys really eat that much corn on the cob? Yeah, I'm from Gatlin. <laughs> You're from Gatlin? <laughs> you know, I feel like an opportunity was missed because I looked through all the names of like the sequels and like the final sacrifice mm-hmm. and this and that. There really none of them went like Children of the Corn 10. Corn on the macabre. <laughs> like, really? That was, that was actually the porn version. Yeah, right? Corn. That would be porn version. <laughs> I don't know. I made that up. It would 
Uh, I don't think there should be porn of a movie called with the with the word children. I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, let's talk about nope. COTC from I 1984. Have a book oh fuck! I keep forgetting. You, you are know the what? worst. I know because I don't scroll down. Look, it said it says Melissa's book shit. <gasps> <laughs> it's a book club. Are you really going with that? Yes, it's so fucking. Cute. All right. <laughs> Join me in my book club. It's the, it's the one thing in this show that I don't have control over, so I guess. <laughs> control of these nuts. Hey, sorry. All right. Oh, oh. Let me tell you about the book that I read. Oh, my God. Alex said a D's nuts joke to me the other day, and he was what? like, ah, you didn't see that coming. And he thought it was, like, something new. Oh, wow. Like, he thought he, like, realized, yeah. like, okay. He yeah. was like, isn't that funny? I was like, Alex. It's years that's old. It's been around since, like, the 90s, maybe even the 80s, like... He was like, "No, that's like a that's like a Gen Zer thing." I'm like, "No, bud." Oh, he knows what Gen Zer is. Yes, he's very proud of the fact that he's Gen Z for some reason. What a dork! He's 11. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Didn't I tell you that one time he? Uh, I was laughing at that. There was that Bo Burnham song about Je- uh, Jeffrey Be- Be- Jeff Bezos. Have you heard that? No. I don't really, you know, I'm not like into comedy, like stand up and stuff like that. But he had that little song that, about he had Jeff that skit a real sh- or whatever yeah. on Netflix. I didn't watch that. Oh, well, it wasn't on that. It was just this little song that's made no. him a Not even on Instagram. No. I, I don't, I look at Instagram with the volume like, off. <laughs> Zuckerberg and someone, no. someone, amateurs can fucking suck it. You never heard this song? No. Anyway, I was laughing at that because I think it's hilarious and it's a funny little song. And Alice comes over and he, he's watching it and he's like, Oh, he's like, you've never seen this before? I was like, yeah, I saw it a little while ago, but it's funny. And he's like, it's so, it's so, and he says this to me, and I want to throw him out the window. He goes, it's funny seeing you like laugh at Gen Z stuff. Oh. I was like, dude, Bo Burnham has been around for My a long time. Like, gosh, like, how old do you think this man is? I wanted to <laughs> throw him out the window. I was like, first of all, don't say stuff like that. It's <laughs> very irritating. Second of all, Bo Burnham has been around. Ew, it's awful when kids get old and get personalities. Oh, I hate Ew. It. Be four again. Yes. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I remember fucking when you mouth. were born, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to call him a little shit, no, too. I was like, get no, the fuck out of here. He's not bad. No, he's really not. But that, like that really irritated me. He's like, yeah. little tool. Like, get out of you here. You don't know anything. <laughs> anyway. <love> my son. <laughs> Welcome to my book club. <laughs> okay, back to your book club. And I wish I had never suggested that. <laughs> so I read the brand new hard book by Stephen Graham Jones called My Heart is a Chainsaw. Yes, I'm actually looking forward to this review because I think this might be the next book that I read after we move. Well, let me know. You can always borrow it. I might okay. actually have a second copy coming. Do they have it? Uh, it's uh, only a hardcover right okay. now. I don't want to spend like 30 bucks. For it, it is It is 30, yeah. All right, then I'll probably borrow it. You can definitely borrow it. but Well, depending pending your review. Let me tell you. So, Jay Daniels is an angry, half-Indian outcast with an abusive father, an absent mother, and an entire town that wants nothing to do with her. She lives in her own world, a world in which protection comes from an unusual source. Horror movies! Yes. Especially the ones where a masked killer seeks revenge on a world that wronged them. And Jade narrates the quirky history of Proof Rock, which is the city she lives in, Proof Rock, as it is one of those movies. But when blood actually starts to spill into the waters of Indian Lake, she pulls us into her dizzying encyclopedia 
encyclopedic mind, encyclopedic mind of blood. I know what it was of blood and masked murderers, and predicts exactly how the plot will unfold. Yet, even as Jade drags us into her dark fever dream, a surprising and intimate portrait emerges—a portrait of the scared and traumatized little girl beneath the Jason Voorhees mask. Angry, yes, but also a girl who easily cries, fiercely loves, and desperately wants a home—a girl whose feelings are too big for her body. My heart is a chainsaw chainsaw blah 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 is her story her homage to horror and revenge and triumph okay that was a lot to say holy shit that was long Whew. so this <laughs> does passed out i know I was like, oh, into didn't it. breathe oh. at all this does feel like it is and then a... you woke up and you're pregnant oh my gosh <laughs> well not for me i was calling the movie i was just, okay. I was just right. referencing village Did of you the guys hear that? all right <laughs> i'm calling the police now <laughs> hello as, Dymo one as soon as i said that i was like no 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 i'd like to report a creepy crust no i was talking about aliens <laughs> <laughs> gross oh that's gonna be the instagram clip so oh, that God. i'm gonna indict myself okay <laughs> so it does feel like a love letter to slasher films and i do enjoy that however um the most of the book Uh-oh. i wish no it's written so well he's a great author i wish that the actual action started sooner because three quarters of the book is really her internal dialogue narrating all kinds of stuff which isn't that bad but also feels so um, like somewhat redundant okay like it's like constantly and then it's i don't know a little bit of a letdown compared to his last book that i read um the book? only good indians okay this one is like there is like great horror references. There's so many. She even talks about things, references other movies that aren't slashers. She even mentioned like Leviathan and Deep Star Six or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like all kinds of horror. So you're like kind of reading. You're like, oh, I love that movie or I'm going to check this one out or whatever. But like... You hadn't seen all of the movies that she referenced? No. Are you even a horror fan? I don't think so. I guess not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it is raw and bleak and sometimes downright depressing. There's also a lot of heart and there's some gore. You don't sound like you're too high and on this book. And the extensive horror knowledge is cool. It, it really did take a while to get you there. Yeah. And then by the point you get there, you're kind of annoyed with the character because she's kind of like, it's not a trustworthy, you know, you know how like sometimes the narrator, you can't trust them. You're not sure. Yeah. I kind of hate that. Oh, really? Like at first it's okay, but like you get it so much now that it's just not, I don't know. It's not as exciting. So when that heart and action does get there, you are questioning, like, who is the killer? What's going on? And that's cool. It is, like, some nice stuff. I definitely think you should borrow it to read it. I don't think... Oh, really? I feel like you might regret spending $30 on it because I'm not sure if it's oh, going to be for I you. Because she it. is, like, also a teenage girl, and teenage girls are a little irritating. Okay, maybe I won't and read it And then there's some backstory with, like, some stuff that her dad did to her that is kind of like, wow, we don't... This is awful, and I guess it makes reason for why the character is the way she is and why Ooh. she like folds into herself in horror movies but also it's kind of like really like uncomfortable like unnecessary i feel like a graphic mike's here i think yes he just came oh. in behind you wait meatball didn't freak out Mm-mm. he was asleep meatball was out meatball usually hears the door and he's like no nah, meatball was spark he, city he didn't see him he was out cold over there he was sleeping oh uh, yeah he's a little sleepy puppy the, the drugs are kicking now oh. <laughs> you drug your dog that's terrible <laughs> no yes all the treats um <laughs> anyways i do think this book overall is very enjoyable and it is so well written he knows how to write but like i said it takes a really long time to get to the action to what you really want in the end right and sh- i don't know it's hard to say i definitely think 
if you're going to read it, like people should like do like the Kindle or the ebook or something where you're not spending $30 yet. And then if you decide you really like it, then go out and buy it. Okay. Or even wait for the paperback. So it's like Sounds at least like, like yeah. $10 cheaper. So that's how I feel. I'm kind of a little disappointed because I was anticipating this one. But it's not the worst book that I've read this year. So, okay. I mean, I have 56 other books. So, you know. All right. Anyways, my heart so. is a chainsaw. My heart is sad. My heart is sad. It sounds like so. It's like you're an avid reader and you just love to read everything. Go ahead and check it out. But like I'm a. I don't know because even I'm an avid. Re- I love to read everything, and I I, right. I feel like this would kind of disappoint a lot of people, okay. especially after reading the final uh, girls support club by yeah. Grady Hendrix. Because there is like a lot of you like, loved that book. That book was so good. There's like a lot of slasher like between the both of them. Right. So I feel like. After reading that, this one is definitely disappointing in exchange. But not bad. If you like his books, I say get it. Because right. he's a good writer. But mm, I think I'm going to go with mm, your just borrow mine. your recommendation. from. Well, I don't think I'm going to read it. No. I'm such a... Uh, yeah. I, I'm like, trying. Really, I'm slowly getting back yeah. into reading. But I'm, I, I don't want to waste my time on something yeah. I know that I might not like. Because like, you got to think like the main character is a teenage girl. And even though like the main characters in the troupe were like a bunch of young boys, yeah. it was like... There are so many different personalities in that one that you're only getting one here. Yeah, that kind of sounds boring. So, there you go. I'm going to go with your recommendation from last week. What was it called? About this, the uh, circus freaks? Oh, that was like two weeks ago. Was that two weeks ago? Geek Love. Geek Love, yeah. yeah. Last week was the truth. When we're done moving, I've been so busy moving. Yeah. I, I've been spending every spare second packing, so I haven't been able to read. Gotcha. Well, Which sucks because I got I read that book and I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep going. And then like, yeah. we got so busy. Well, you can borrow any of my books if you want. Knock yourself out. Okay. All right. Now All right. let's get into what did you say? C-O-T-C. Yeah, you know me. Sorry. Children of the Corn, 1984. Beep boop, beep boop. We here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. On Twitter at Cinema Forsaken. Through email, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, this is the trailer for Every Child is Afraid. Children of the Corn. Voice over guys. C-O-T-C. C-O-T-C. Sorry, can't stop doing it. In Gatlin, Nebraska, that nightmare is in the corn. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Yes, I miss the 80s. Praise God! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Apple pie! The author of Carrie, The Shining, The Dead Zone, and Christine, an adult nightmare. An adult, an adult nightmare. I wish someone disguised me that way. An adult nightmare. Oh, thank you, bartender Mike. Do you need another one? No, wait till we're done. Stephen King's Children of the Core. Sort of. Nightmare. <laughs> Okay, we get it. It's an adult nightmare. Except it's not. All right. Yes, Stephen King. 
an adult nightmare. An adult nightmare. What's your favorite thing about Stephen King movie? Uh, Start it out. Uh, it's going to be between Carrie and Misery. Okay. I think both of those are both so well done. Solid picks. Yes. Is yours a shining? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah. Um, but I've heard it so far away from the book. It is a bit. So it's kind of like I've heard people yeah. don't count it as. But Doctor Sleep movie. is like straight on pretty much, except for the ending. I think. Nah. Yeah. Doctor Sleep is okay. The book I've, or the movie? The movie. I've come. The book was th- great. I've come around on that movie. I like that movie. I've seen it. I've probably seen it four or five times now because Amanda loves that movie. And the last time I watched it, I remember being okay with it. I was like, yeah, this is a pretty decent. The first mm-hmm. time I watched it, I hated it. Uh, I thought it was a mess. It's totally I liked it. all over the I've place. I've only seen it like twice though, so. Um, but my favorite Stephen King movie would definitely have to be Thinner. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to do. I thought you were going to say Dreamcatcher. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, that, probably, that was mine as a teenager. I'll yeah, get I know, that picture. I know. I'm you, going yes, to Grandma's we were, for Christmas. We talked about it the other day. Um, uh, probably It Chapter 1. I yeah. think that's the that best. That's pretty yeah. good, yeah. I love it. It Chapter 2 can suck a dick, though. Yeah, All right. Um, uh, uh, Come on. I had it, and then I forgot it. But uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead and give us that synopsis. Wow. A young couple. Plug is- our cornholes <laughs> with that synopsis. <laughs> yes, I remembered it. Wow. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. What, my, my <laughs> peak? <thing? laughs> uh, we have a limiter on here. It'll be fine. A young couple is trapped in a (laughs) remote town where a dangerous religious cult of children believes that everyone over age 18 must be killed. Kilt. You got to kill them. Uh, Kill them dead. Let's do crew and cast. This was directed by Fritz Kirsch. Hey, Fritz. It was written by Stephen King and adapted to the screen by George Goldsmith. Uh, yeah, they extrapolate a lot of stuff from the Stephen King short story. I've read it actually. It's I actually reread it recently too because I have like it's, a book, a horror book, like per state. There's a short story. Okay. And this one was Nebraska. Okay. And they change. They do, but it's most of it. I mean, the sto- the wraparound story you get it, it's the same point, but completely different ending. Completely, actually, it's like yeah. the beginning, middle of the book is like where. Yeah, I can't give it away until we do spoilers. So. Okay. Uh, let's do the cast. We got Peter Horton. We got the lovely Linda Hamilton. I love Linda Hamilton so Sarah much. Connor. Used to have such a huge crush on her uh, long ago. It's nice to see women not have awful hair in the 80s. Yes, she's a babe. Uh, R.G. Armstrong, John Franklin, who played Isaac. He was also, he played Cousin It in the Addams Family movies in the 90s. I can see that. He's yeah. a shorty. He's a <laughs> Uh, Courtney Gaines, who um, hate your stupid fucking mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I think about Courtney that Gaines. Uh, he's in a, he's still acting. Yes, he's he still, has like a whole bunch of stuff coming yeah. out. He was a uh, he was in Back to the Future for like a little a little part. Yeah. He was in um he was in uh the Burbs. Have you ever seen the Burbs? You've never seen the Burbs, I've never right? Seen the Burbs. Why have you not seen? the I don't Burbs? know. I've never got around to it. Maybe I'll watch it for the next episode and I'll tell you how much I. I like it. I'll start out saying I hate it, though. There is no way you're going to dislike that movie. Dude, yeah. young Tom Hanks. Carrie Fisher's in it. I love her. Come so. on. You're going to love it. Corey Feldman. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's Courtney Gaines, Robbie Keeger, Anne-Marie McAvoy. McA- McAvoy? I don't know. Julie Maddalena, Jonas Marlowe, John Philbin, Dan Snook, David Cohen, Susie Southam, D.G. Johnson... And that's all. The rest of our customers, radio preacher. That radio preacher was funny. Mm. No room. <laughs> uh, your wait. No, I go first, right? What was the last movie we did? Leviathan. I think. No, so. Paranormal Activity. 
You went first last time. Uh, can't remember. So yeah, let's do that. Okay, I'm going to go first. Okay. I think. I don't know. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> just go. Okay, I'll just go away. Um, this movie uh, used to really creep me the fuck out when I was a kid. Seriously though? But not... No, listen. It creeped me out, but never. it was never because of like what was happening. because you hated corn. Yes. <laughs> no, Honestly, it, it, I didn't hate corn. Oh, no, no, no. Not like... <laughs> Not like You're actually like eating scared. corn. You're I was, scared of it. I was so scared of corn of the cob, all that weird no, butter. No, it's the band corn. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I wasn't afraid Davis. of the band corn. No, cornfields, like <laughs> rural towns, like isolated yeah. rural towns and cornfields and like that whole Midwest shit always creeped me out when I was a kid. Okay. I grew up in McGuire Air Force Base, which is more, I know a lot of New Jerseyans don't believe in central new jersey no it's not a thing but there there is no it, just no if you've lived i mean even mount mount holly is part of central that's new jersey south jersey 100 no. yes it's they, in burlington why? county why? that's south jersey it's like in the middle it is not mcguire b is like in the middle and well, that's where mount I grew holly up. is not so you well, watch anyway, your mouth anyway around <laughs> around where i lived um there were some pretty rural towns it's weird to say in new jersey but there are some rural parts of new jersey yeah. Yeah, and there's I like kind lots of, of field and shit. Yeah, there. I kind of lived like near all that, and I never liked it. It always creeped me out, and so I guess this was an extension of that. Mm-hmm. Where like I, I like rural, like I said, isolated rural Say areas, rural, rural <laughs> areas, they they are inherently scary to me. Okay. So when I watched this movie as a kid, and like the cornfields, and there's some weird demon out in the cornfields, and like the kids didn't scare me. Malachi yeah. Isaac, I thought they were annoying, and like I, I, even as a kid, I was like, Oh God, I hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the music mm-hmm. and the setting and like, just like I said, the isolation it, in the atmosphere in this movie used to really, really creep me okay. out. So, and I, I watch it every time it came on. I've seen this movie like a hundred times. Um, but now as an adult, I find it mostly just fun. Yeah. Um, it has some really irritating moments and elements. Uh, and it drags a bit. It's kind of boring. And I wish there was more like on-screen violence and kills, like I said. Mm-hmm. In talking about two um some of these kids are really annoying oh gosh um but the main characters i think are likable enough i like them i like both main characters and you don't like the dude nope nah i didn't think so i was watching this as like it's melissa fucking annoying yeah he's kind of a douchebag too yeah. at some points well in the book they just the short story they just argue the whole time oh really yeah and he was like a like a jerk to her yeah he's not he's not a super nice guy no. he's, he's kind of a severe dude but like he definitely cares more about her in the movie than he did in the book which is crazy for the yeah. story so but he's not like a complete asshole or anything yeah. he's a good guy he's just like he's very impatient it seems like he has a short temper um but i liked him well enough and it's an interesting enough premise and there's enough going on to hold my attention and mostly thanks to like nostalgia and yeah. the routine i've gotten into over the years of like putting this on like every september early october like i look forward to it and i do enjoy watching it like quite a bit yeah. just because of all those elements but like if you look at this movie if i were to judge this movie just with like my brain it's not a very good movie right it kind of sucks um but i still love it i bought the new arrow video release blu-ray i will continue to watch it every year and i will continue to like it and watch it in spite of it not being a very good movie (laughs) (laughs) all right oh oh and there's uh, uh, if you dig a little bit into this movie there is some stuff like there's there's some theme here about like adults like corrupting childhood innocence Mm -hmm. with like indoctrination of like religion which 
even today, like continues to be an important thing. And I wish, I honestly wish more movies would address it because this movie is definitely addressing it. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, stop beating the Bible in your kids. You're ruining them. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think that's a very prevalent theme here. And I appreciate it because I was part of that. (laughs) We are very aware on this show. (laughs) Definitely had it. I didn't have it beaten into me, but I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Like, no, you live under my house. You go and yeah. You go to church, you believe this, you have to believe that. Ugh. Even to this Ooh. day, like I'm scared to think at what my mother would think if she knew like what I what I believed and how I lived my life yeah. now. I don't ever tell her. Orgies. She <laughs> Yeah, she'd probably be disappointed in all the orgies yeah, and the, murders I've committed. And the the, marrow, the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> That's so silly. But yeah. Yes, anyway. orgies are silly. No, they're not. Have you ever been to one? <laughs> no. They're amazing. They're so awkward, I bet. Especially when you're blindfolded oh. and covered oh. in grease. Wait, are we? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen society. I don't <laughs> oh, know. Oh, gross. That was not. That's disgusting. Ugh. I love that movie. It was uh, good, yeah. I'm making Amanda get me a society hoodie for my birthday. How romantic. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. It has the shunting scene on the front. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine walking around with that? I mean, I thought about buying like a Cannibal Corpse hoodie because I like that band, but uh-huh. it was like real gross, like dead babies and oh, stuff geez. on the hoodie. Yeah. And I was like, Mike, can I get this? And he's like, I don't care. I didn't buy it because it was $60, but I he was like, whatever. I was like, I can wear this to like your parents' house. I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, dead babies. Cool. Like, what the fuck? Uh, Mike loves dead babies. Just kidding. <laughs> Guys, right, go you ahead. listen to the show. We don't hate children. I promise. I know. I know. You know. Right. It's just a joke. Can you feed the dog? Thank you. Um, anyways, so my initial thoughts. <laughs> shut him down. No, seriously. Feed the dog, please. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Your initial my thoughts. My initial thoughts is I've watched this a bunch growing up. Um, I guess like nostalgic makes me like it so much yeah, because so I agree. It. Like, yeah. It's, it's not, not great. It's not good. <laughs> and honestly, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like I said earlier, I kind of think this movie like an episode of Goosebumps because there's a good creepy concept, yeah. but there's too many off-screen deaths, So, yeah. and it's not overly terrifying because you don't get to see enough of the action. That's really the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's like a just like Goosebumps episode where you're like, this is fucking creepy. This is a good idea. I could definitely see children taking over and being yeah. awful, but we need more. So overall, like you said, pretty much everything I agree with. I think this movie has so much nostalgia from like when we were kids yeah. we would watch it mm-hmm. that we like you know kind of stick by it but it is pretty uh slow yes not a lot's happening pretty mild yeah the effects are uh huh, huh, <laughs> uh-huh. we'll talk about some and of them <laughs> the kids are annoying but that makes it actually more enjoyable because you want them to die yes yeah and the kids being annoying they are annoying but it's it's fun annoying it's like oh these guys suck and, and you like you almost you almost like being annoyed by yeah. them yeah uh, malachi yeah malachi, malachi! Anyways, that's what I got. Initial thoughts. Cool. All right, so let's do some. Oh, spoilers away. Oh boy, boy. Time for frightening facts. What? Frightening facts. <laughs> All right. Um, that was frightening. I don't really have a whole lot. There wasn't a yeah, lot. Yeah, there really isn't on much. This movie, and um, I wish I had gotten my Blu-ray earlier because there's a whole yeah. bunch of like special features and interviews and commentary and shit. Um, but you don't really, you're not really dedicated to this podcast, are you, huh? I guess not. I ordered it too late. I yeah. really thought it was going to come yesterday. And, and you I'm, came today and you didn't watch it first thing in the morning? No, it came as I was leaving to come here. And you didn't call Like the me. girl was like bringing it to my door. I was like, is that 316A? I was like, oh, oh I'm giving away, giving away my address on here. I'm going to have to bleep that out. You didn't call, come over and just put it in PlayStation and just say, hey, we're going to watch this? We could have. It's too late now. 
it would be really late by the time we finish that because <laughs> there's like hours of of special features um but yeah i'll do some uh this movie was made for about eighteen eight hundred thousand dollars made two million opening weekends mm. it did very well yeah uh opening weekend which by the way was march 11th 1984 um i looked for similar movies that came out in march 1984 like no it's like no other horror movies came out that's why it did so well yeah maybe um, and it grossed 14.5 million worldwide. So pretty successful movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a huge budget. Did very well. Um, I'll do. I'll do like one or two. It's really nothing. Uh, safe goal of Hemingford, the town at the end that the main character is trying to get to, uh, is also the same place the heroes of King's novel, The Stand, mm-hmm. are drawn to. Okay. Um, there's another little fun thing like that with the on the dashboard. Yeah, the book. Yeah, the book Night Shift is the Stephen King short story collection mm-hmm. in which Children in the Corner originally yep. appeared. Um, I'm not gonna read that exp- explanation of how they created the burrowing demon thing. Who cares? Yeah, it was very exciting. No, it wasn't. It's so boring. It's like, oh, that's how. Oh, not the dirt. That's probably how I would have done it. Ah. Um. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. like there's not even a lot here the ending to the movie adaptation is more upbeat compared to that of the original story we absolutely 100 percent. what happens in the original story they all they both die there's oh, really? no happy ending oh really yes they don't get away he dies pretty quickly too oh really yeah he's like a jerk and like they argue most of the short story so this is a spoiler guys i'm sorry uh they like argue most of the short story because she wants him to commit like was a mentioned in the uh-huh. movie or whatever and like she's already like they're going through the town and she's like all right this is weird something's wrong you know and then like he actually goes into a church but there's no one in it first and she's like don't do it don't do it and he like leaves her in the car and like he goes into the church and like is reading like the book or whatever that they have with the names on it uh-huh. and like she gets cornered by the kids or whatever and then like he comes out and it's like a, the gang of kids are like attacking them uh-huh. so like he dies first and then like she i guess she gets taken to the cornfield too and but then like malachi like sacrifices himself because it's his turn because he's turning like uh, yeah, so birthday. he's not like in control really like in this so okay i think isaac doesn't die from what i remember and then she also dies there's like no happy ending oh wow that sounds yeah. way better it is <laughs> that's the problem i was like oh because i just re- reread it recently because i wouldn't have remembered if i didn't reread it this year and i was like you know, yeah. what, I, you know what i don't understand maybe i do i guess how, there's so many books like that that get really really popular and they're they have these bleak terrible endings and it seems like authors can get away with it mm-hmm. and it's like oh man the ending was so sad and bleak and and but like in movies it's usually a whole different story yeah. when people are watching a movie oh, i like no happy endings. yeah sometimes. well me too but we're horror fans but yeah. like and like you'll you'll put the same ending as in the book where like oh everyone dies and people hate it yeah but when it's in the book they love it yeah i don't understand that uh, how did novels get away with doing that shit more than like movies do? i guess because books sell def- differently you know maybe maybe anyways um so that is what the frightening fact is uh okay. do you have anything else to add or i can read one or two if you want no no these are all pretty boring i'm just gonna add that the that you know like we talked about it earlier but not on air i don't think that the actor who plays isaac he plays a teenager but the actor is actually 24 years old at the point of this movie when he's that character 24 yeah i know he looks young i mean he's got like a baby face he definitely does not look 24 and his voice oh gosh like he's doesn't sound 
at all like a yeah. 24 year old and I, all, he, I looked yeah. up to see if he had like some kind of condition right but he doesn't because i saw him like i didn't watch him in a movie earlier but i was looking at his imdb and he's in like some like spoof horror movie and he's wearing like the same hat <laughs> he's like a like he's like an adult adult yeah. like i mean he was an adult then but like playing adult now he's still like short or whatever so maybe i don't know but he also claimed in an interview that years after the film's release he was with some friends at a restaurant and a woman sitting at the next table recognized him as isaac and she literally screamed and ran out of the building before coming back in and demanding to have her group move to another table. That's messed up. Wow. What, what a, a moron. What a Karen. 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 <laughs> what a Karen. <laughs> Sorry. Do, do, be, boop. Beep, All right. Boop. We're back to re- right. reprogrammed. You got any more fun ones? Uh, just in the original theatrical trailer, Stephen King's name is misspelled as Stephen with a V instead of a PH. <laughs> okay. Brood. Cool. <laughs> that's uh, all i got yeah not i much. did read read one uh this one's actually fun then we'll move on uh courtney gaines we're won- not here for fun we're for frightening sorry no, this is terrifying <laughs> uh courtney gaines won the role of malachi by using a prop knife to hold a casting assistant hostage at the audition he claims that one of the great honors of his career is having hundreds of people even his son's friends recognize him as malachi and confess they found him terrifying some having and this is i just liked the knife part yeah gave right. them nightmares yeah, yeah. that mouth <laughs> Even his own parents were greatly unnerved by him in this film. He is, he is like, he, he's, I think, well, we'll get into it. They do make him the big baddie, like, yeah. for a scrawny little okay. big mouth weirdo. Yeah, we'll get into it. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's get into what's to like, what's not to like. All right, specifics. Lay it down. Um, as I mentioned, young Linda Hamilton was an absolute babe. Mm-hmm. I used to have a huge crush on her, like, in Terminator, even in Dante's Peak, I was like, yeah. Oh. Loved yeah, her. no, she was also, yeah, great in Terminator, yeah. Uh, she's just so likable. I like her so much. Even, you know, in later stuff. Um, the scene where they hit the dead kid, like, I don't have a lot to put in what's to like. And I like this movie in general because yeah. of nostalgia, but there's not, there's not. I will l- say that part is kept pretty solid in the book. The where, story, they hit the kid? where they hit the kid. Yeah, I thought it looked surprisingly realistic. I thought it looked like a dummy. Oh, really? They got ran over. But I don't know. I thought they did a pretty good job. But they do keep that pretty close okay. to what happens. Because that's how it starts in the yeah. book. It's not the you know kids killing all the parents i mean that's what happens but they don't tell you about it until later so. okay yeah i didn't like it that in the scene like the the dude's being a little douchey like at the start mm-hmm. because she He's comes like up that in the book yeah. because she comes up and she's like oh my god is he and he goes oh yeah like uh-huh. what kind of a fucking response yeah. is that cold-hearted bastard like what yeah like oh, you yeah. think you just oh, yeah. killed he's, a kid uh, he's definitely dead you think you just killed a kid and you're like, <laughs> like oh yeah you know yeah whoopsie whoops oh yeah that guy's dead for sure who put that kid there (laughs) yeah i would have left him just kidding (laughs) i would have left him a long time ago oh really you would have like well she was trying to get him to commit and he was like oh no oh no i would have left the kid oh no (laughs) you would have left it uh as soon as he saw that his thing his throat was cut and was like oh we didn't do this i'm out i was just i I was just joking that like i would do a hit and run which i never would do oh if i hit somebody and then i went up to them and they were clearly dead beforehand and they'd been mutilated yeah and i was in this place i wouldn't have touched the body at all i would have gone to the police and been like oh but i would not have picked that kid up and put him in my car Mm -mm. oh for sure no your dna all over the place hell no why i'd be more worried about a date line I'd be more worried about the killer still being around. That's true. Like, this is fucked up. We're out of here now. Like, we'll we'll find a cop. We'll tell them where this is. I keep talking about the story, but they do, like, she does, like, mention, like, that he's, like, looking around, like, oh, they could still be out here, you know, so. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked up that body. That's a crime scene. Yeah. Like, 
Um, anyway, that was stupid. And as a doctor, I don't think that he would, would have done that either. Yeah. It's a crime scene. You're not allowed to touch that shit. You, you either wait there yeah. or you go get the cops or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, like I said, don't have a lot. I'll talk about the ending. The ending finale I find very fun. Uh, we get Demon Isaac. He gets possessed, and <laughs> yeah. that's fun. He's got he like he's got that deep voice. Yeah, he finally gets the deep voice he's been he, waiting for. He finally puberty. goes through demonic puberty. Yeah. Um. He finally uh, Malachi. I'm sorry. He Malachi? he irritates the fuck out of I me through this stand whole movie. He's so annoying to me Seriously. and unlikable, and I just hate him. Um. And we finally, at the end, we get to see him get the shit beat out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not getting punched, which I like too. Yeah. He's getting slapped. I know. Which is even I more. I down. I was like, he's just slapping him more, Which is even more satisfying, I think, than he's seeing him get punched. He's like, slapped the shit out of that little bitch. He's 17. No, stings. I know. <laughs> um, it's cool finding out that, you know, you go through the whole movie, like, wondering if, like, it's real and, like, yeah. if there really is a demon, if there really is something going on. Or it's on. just a cult of kids. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice that there is something and you mm-hmm. find out at the end that like it was all real. Um, you get the red demon cloud rolling yeah. in. I thought it was, I still yeah. I mean it's eighties. No, on. I love it, but it's not good. Oh, it doesn't hold up at all. The like but, effects when yeah. like Isaac's like being taken or whatever. Oh, God, and it's just like red so and bad, blue yeah. and just the silly colors. It was very uh lawnmower man esque. Yeah. They have a scene like that too in Children of the Corn too, where the other kid gets possessed, and they do kind of the same thing. Only they have him, they have him like fall into this hole mm-hmm. when he's getting possessed, and he's like falling, and his body turns into like these little like balls, like his atoms are splitting, I guess. Yeah. And then these black things come in, and it's all like bad early '90s uh-huh. CGI, and they take over his yeah, cells we can't all or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what else do we get? We get the Red Demon Cloud. We get, mm-hmm. we get like the the operatic choral I chanting love music. It. Like, oh, oh, oh. It's creepy. Uh, the whole ending, I just I find fun. You you wait. Yeah. You you endure kind of this whole boring. Nothing really happens, and then it it almost pays off at the end. You know, it's fun. It's yeah. cool. It's exciting. Um, but that's that's it. That's all I have all to right. like. Well, I'll add some things. I do love the opening sequence where the kids are taking over and killing the adults. Oh, that's fun. And then you hear the mom on the phone and she's being killed too. <laughs> yeah, that's I thought that funny. was a great touch. Uh, so you know what's going on right away. Unfortunately, then it gets pretty boring after that. It gets so I like very boring. I wish they didn't like they start on such a good place and then end on a good place, but the middle's kinda dragging. But I do like the way they start. The creepy kids singing choral opening credits. Yeah, yeah. Here, should uh, I play it? I have it. Yes, give it to us, please. Here this music. This music is so persistent throughout the movie. It is. It's almost yeah. like I started. It's like obtrusive almost. It's like, it's they like, okay, okay. They work with what they got. All right, calm down. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just. Oh, oh, oh. All right, that's enough. <laughs> and I do like, obviously, the scene where the kid, he does get hit by the car, which really sucks. But like the blood drops on the suitcase when he yeah. gets his throat slashed. It's a good touch, you know. Even though I thought it did look like a dummy being ran over, I thought it was still brutal. And like, right. you don't get enough kills in this, so it works. It's what we're going to work with. It's what we got. I don't think any any it. real body, like if you saw a person yeah. get hit by a car and rolled under the car, I don't yeah. think your brain would register that it's a real person that's though, fair. at first. So I, uh, I kind of think it's... Uh, no, that's fine. 
Um, I also wrote that I hate Malachi so much. So I like when Isaac's <laughs> shitting all over him. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love when he gets slapped by Bert. Like I wrote, they slap so back great. and forth. Um, I think children chanting, kill, 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 is, kill yeah. is a great creepy touch. Yes, I like that. And when, what's her name? I can't remember. Linda? Linda, Linda? Hamilton. Yeah. Is she like laid it like at the end and they're like trying to like do all this stuff and he's like i need a rag and she like rips that kid's vest <laughs> and he's like hey that's not a rag <laughs> oh that was when he funny. says that yeah i didn't catch that <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of funny stuff uh little things going on there like that little kid like i don't like like i always think kid acting isn't great but like that little kid has like some funny lines and his sister did too like they were adorable yeah. so yeah that's what i have okay not a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's you just, if you've seen the movie, you've seen the movie. That's true. But if you've seen the movie, then you, you have, have seen definitely the seen the movie. All right. What's not to like? Uh, dog kill. Oh, dude. They didn't have to kill that dude. They didn't. Dog. That's that rude mean. as heck. That was a pretty dog, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, that mechanic you know. was pretty funny, though. Yeah, I know. He was pretty funny. Yeah. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rude. Rude. Rude indeed. Bastard kids. Um... Okay, so I guess I guess we'll address what's going on in everyone's mind like when they're watching this movie. Yes. How in the fuck do a handful of teenagers and kids get the upper overpower hands? a town full of adult yeah. males? Yeah, I don't like, know. I know they poisoned some people. So, so they poisoned people in the diner, but they couldn't have poisoned everyone. That's true. They, they yeah, because they got the dad on the phone with the sickle. Yeah. There's, there's two things going on here. One, this is middle America. Mm-hmm. This is blue collar, hardworking farmers. Yeah, you tell me they got shotguns. Yeah, w- w- I wasn't even thinking about that. But they're farmers. They're mechanics. Mm-hmm. They're 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 building houses. They're th- these people. These types of men are fucking strong. Yeah, like, burly. Like bur- Yeah, like <laughs> and like to have these kids come in. I mean, even yeah. I, even the women were probably like you know. Yeah, it's like got to be like these, a huge element of surprise is what they're going for. But, but the, still, even they then. They could not have pulled that off. Yeah, no They take way. out the cops. Yeah. And, and you're right. These Blue people man. were probably all gun owners. Yeah, uh, they have to be. You have a farm. You always have gun. You got, yeah. I don't know, man. Protect your animals. You I know? just, the, these types of people, I shouldn't even dis, 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 discriminate between the men and the women because these type of people that yeah, live out there. Yeah, because the women probably work on farms too. Yeah, they're probably all working too. They're, these are working people. Like, mm-hmm. they're not like, you know, I, I don't know artsy city folk like you know that never work with their yeah. hands these are like like i don't know i, I, I just I, it it blows my mind that they just kind of gl- gloss over that like yeah all these kids killed all these people remove like, the like element of disbelief yes suspend yeah. your disbelief there you go i i find that a little hard though I every know, time i watch that's, this because i'm this, like this show is ruining your life no it is because if you <sighs> watch this like any other time I'm we like, oh, yeah. about it you'd be like oh this is great uh, yeah, i killed all the, pa- yeah, the parents fuck those parents like, but fuck those parents <laughs> um so yeah like that's uh, so unbelievable and the cops yeah okay <laughs> um and then uh, my other largest problem when this with this is how did the murder of all of the adults in an entire town go unnoticed for three years seriously how yeah that is completely impossible these people had to have had relatives in other states and other cities they had to have known i mean we find out in the second one that they do and uh, what yeah no Three years? I don't know. It's it's so highly unbelievable that I don't know. It's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, 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 um the little girl. I was one of the most frustrating scenes in this movie where I yell at, I yell at my TV. I was like, just fucking talk. Tell him. Like when they're trying to get 
the little girl, they find a little girl and she won't tell them well, what she's happened. She's not used to parents, like I, adults being around. I guess, but she's it's worried. like, she she's knows like, like Malachi is going to like do some shit if she oh, does. Those kids were terrified of Malachi. They were. And it was like so silly because like you have a grown man here. Yeah. He's in very, he's in good shape. He's a doctor. He yeah, can handle himself. Yeah, but she's just used to And they're to like, oh, Malachi's going to get him. Of, like, yeah. yeah. I guess. I mean, they took out an entire town of adults. We have to say she's a little girl, so, you know. It's still irritated the fuck out of me. I would have been shaking. I'm like, what happened? Where are your parents? So frustrating. Um, and yeah, let's talk about Malachi. Malachi? Um, oh, dude, he is so irritating in this Seriously, movie. I wrote like how much I hate his oh, face. I hated him so much. I'm not even talking about physical appearance. Like you look like how you look, but like I'm his, sorry, man, that mouth freaked me out. His acting is, oh, I I thought it was terrible, especially when he's yelling. Yeah. There's that scene where he has Linda Hamilton and he's like, Outlander. Yeah. Outlander. <laughs> I have your woman out. And it went yeah. on. Yeah. Far too long. And then it's kind of like panning away from him, mm-hmm. and you still hear him yeah, like, he's like in the street, yeah. And at the end, he's just going. It was so goddamn annoying. Ugh. I mean, Isaac yelling too was also annoying, but oh, he was but like, you, it was yeah, like funny pitch, to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really, cr- I cringed at like every line Malachi spoke. Um, especially when they're in the meeting, when they're in that like circle, and he was like, he's like, what does he prophesy? Like he's so yeah. over the top. These people, I guess, the way that every kid is talking in this movie irritates me. It's like, this has been going on for three years. They would have had to have been raised speaking this way in like these like... Yeah, you know, it wouldn't make sense. These like yeah. weird, like I don't even know what to call it, like this religious speech and how they're talking and like calling people outlanders, yeah. and interlopers, like what? I think it's very, very silly. Um, yeah, I don't think they would have been talking that way after just three years. How are they convinced too? Like, how were all the town's children, like, indoctrinated so easily? Yeah, I don't understand. There's that little girl who's, like, so, like, influenced, yeah. too. Like, the one who was in the church. And but they're, like, they're killing each other. Yeah. They knew a completely normal life just yeah. three years ago. With their parents. Yeah, it and, doesn't make sense. And then they were they were indoctrinated, it seems like, so quickly. And then three years, none of them made it out. None of them. It's, I guess not. You think it's too much about it. This movie doesn't. And when you really look at this movie, it makes zero sense. None of this would ever happen. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, sorry. But I still like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I still continue to watch this it. This is how we always do it. I know. <laughs> I know. Just some of these some of these movies, man. Is that it for what you didn't like? Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, There's probably I'll some add, other stuff. Um, obviously, the kids are annoying and Malachi's awful and... Let's see here. The effects are goofy, but whatever. Um, like, you know that little demon psycho kid lives near you? Like, that guy who works on the cars or whatever. Why wouldn't he have a gun? I don't understand. Like, seriously, if these uh, little yeah. ugly rodent children even looked at my dog <laughs> the wrong way, I would burn Gatlin to the ground. <laughs> Corn is flammable. Corn is flammable. Yes. So, excuse me. If you even, like, look at my dog the wrong way, you little shit. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, why didn't they have guns? How did they take this town out? I, it's, I, it doesn't make it's sense. They so had to have guns. They're farmers. I don't know. So anyways, and then when Joby... And they're killing them with sickles yeah. and little daggers yeah. and machetes. Because, like, yeah, where are the children of the cord? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Three 10-year-olds could not overpower me. 
Come on. <laughs> You're I know slow. I'm out of shape, but like. <laughs> I hear you. Ugh. And Malachi is tackling the shit out of full grown men and like. Yeah, get, and he's, uh, he's scrawny. Super scrawny. He's like lanky. Anybody would have beat the shit out of him. Mike could have beat the shit out of him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mike's pretty strong. Yes, Mike's a strapping young lad. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, when at the end, towards the end, when Joby, the little kid, is helping the main guy, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's like get, helping to get the killer corn off of him or whatever. Yeah, 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 like yeah. The corn, like, Oh, I forgot to put that in something I liked. And the what? guy was like, what are you doing here? Get back to the barn. Like that kid didn't just save his life and then tell him how to use that machine. Yeah, right. Like you're a jerk. Like well, this the, kid. Well, just, the kid goes, excuse yes, me. <laughs> I know. And I loved it. <laughs> I like that little kid. Yeah, he's fun, even though he's hella annoying. Yeah. Anyways, everything you said, I definitely agree with, but I don't want to think too much about it because it will like kind of right. ruin it for me. Like this it's ruining it for me. Still, it's, it's, eating away. it's eating it's, away at me. Like this movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. This is a sense. classic tale of children <laughs> and they're in the corn. <laughs> and then there's and corn. And he who walks behind the rose, which is not yes. really explained enough. I know. Well, it's even... kind of silly. I, I want to say... need it. I want to say that I looked up who he who walks behind the rose was supposed to be oh and i'll talk about this right now yeah that's a good segue because yeah, i'm done so give me more okay um so i believe that i read this somewhere uh somebody people asked stephen king like oh what was he who walks behind the rose and stephen king basically said like i don't know i just thought it sounded cool <laughs> like he just made it up because it sounded cool and creepy yeah it was he wasn't referencing anything so I thought that was interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I wish they actually didn't even have that. Like, maybe the kids were really just killer psycho kids. No, I thought the whole that whole element was creepy because because the whole movie you feel yeah. like something's coming, and then it did, and it's he yeah. who walks behind the rose, and it's supposed to be this demon thing. Um, they explain it in two, in Children of the Corn two. So this thing is a demon that comes out, I guess, when it when the adults. I mean, the, the children kind of bring it around, if I'm remembering right. I didn't write it down. But the children bring it out because um, there, there was in uh, an ancient um, Native American history, there was a village that was from there where the, the uh, adults got really lazy and they kind of stopped taking care of the land and they mm -hmm. started polluting the land and they were fighting all the time. They were just shit. They all went shit. Yeah. So the children rose up and killed them and like resurrected the spirit of the land and like okay that spirit is what's what the he who comes he who walks behind the rose is it's that ancient native american spirit that comes comes up when the children feel that the adults have failed i don't think we should be allowing children to summon demons that yeah. stuff. <laughs> that's really stupid <laughs> oh my god but that's how it's explained um I mean, I actually like it not being explained. Yeah, that was one of the things. The one of the things that I didn't like about two is like, what? What are you doing? Don't explain it. The whole reason, I mean, Children of the Corn one isn't really creepy, but that element I thought was a creepy thought, like this weird mm -hmm. demon living in the cornfields, like taking over children's minds and murdering. Like that's creepy. Don't explain that to me. Like I don't want to know what it is. Anyway, fair. How awesome does it look when? <laughs> When at the end they burn, they burn the whole cornfield, oh, and then a face in like the mushroom cloud or whatever, and then like the weird red shit like coming up out of the ground, <sighs> all those weird noises. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Choices. I actually liked that a lot. I liked the demon cloud. I thought well, nothing takes away from this movie for me, honestly. Even yeah. all the silly fucking shit. Yeah, you'll still watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, we doing creepy questions? Did you have anything else? No, I'm oh, good. Oh, we're almost done. Creepy questions? I mean, I was going to ask you. What? 
if you thought those kids could have taken you. Oh, really? Young Chuck, no. Oh, 21, 22? 22-year-old Chuck? No, no way. But now, you got three 10-year-olds with sickles or whatever. Now. What do you think, yeah? You fight them off? They have weapons? Yes. That's how they got everyone else. Do I have a weapon? No, you're unprepared. Oh, well, then no. They're taking me out. But that's how they got most of the people in the town. But those, like, three... Those three kids, like, taking that dude's hand and putting it in a meat grinder, yeah. that would not happen. That was fun, though. That would not happen. It was a lot of fun. I, they, they would not be able to do would that Would you eat me. it? My hand after yes. I slice it off? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Anyways, that's it for me. You have um, any questions? Uh, yeah, just some kind of benign questions. Have you ever been out west? Have you ever been to, like, Nebraska or Kansas or anywhere out there? I don't think so, no. I've driven through there. No, West, and no. I've gone down the up and down the East Coast, but never been out Never? No. Nope. Um, I don't know that I've driven through Nebraska, but I've driven through Central America. Yeah. And the Midwest. And it is creepy. It's fucking creepy. The hmm. vibes out there are weird. I believe it. They're, they're so isolated, and I don't like it. Like I said okay. in the beginning, I find that shit inherently unnerving. I, was, uh, we, uh, I used to rock climb, and we went. Yeah. We drove through Utah um, for like three weeks where we, we climbed. Um and yeah, when we would get through those stre- stretches, certain stretches were like creepier than others. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Brad, drive faster. <laughs> like, it's nice driving through those places though, because yeah. like there's no one around. We were doing like a hundred miles an hour. Until like, those kids come out of the corn. All through Kansas and shit. Yeah. Till, till, oh, yeah. What if you like pulled over or something and you had to like change a tire and we didn't. this kid just like there popped was, out the corn you out? There were, yes. Be like, uh, what if I was in the middle of changing a tire? Yeah. Well, what am I going to do? We hit him with a tire iron, I guess. If they came at me with their sickles, I'm just saying one kid walks out from the corn and you're like, "Oh fuck this!" Dressed like Isaac, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't talk to him. I'd be like, "You need to back <laughs> the fuck up, <laughs> turn around yeah, right he, now." He wouldn't even have to say anything. It's like, "Yo, we don't want whatever you're, it is you're selling. Get the fuck away from me." I've seen children of the corn. Yeah, get, <laughs> get, y'all get from here. Um, yeah, there's stretches that are weird. Yeah, especially in like the middle of the day. And it's hot. Mm-hmm. I just it's bad vibes. I can see why this shit sells as like horror. Oh yeah, stuff. definitely. Um, uh, do you enjoy cornfield mazes? I do. I love them. The I one, also do. I prefer actually the hayride part because I like to sit down a little bit. But if there's both, I'm into it. Yeah, I like. I like. Uh, I like being creeped out and going through like haunted mazes and oh, stuff. Yeah. I went to one. You remember my friend Ed? Yeah. Um, yeah. When we were teenagers. I think it was like 18, 17. We went to, we went to a hayride slash corn maze mm-hmm. and me and Ed and Ed's girlfriend got lost. Oh, we got no. separated in from our group. Corn maze? It took us, yeah, it took us like two hours to get out of it. Oh yeah, they can't, they don't do that stuff anymore. And it was like, scary. You do not oh, yeah, get th- lost. This was 2000. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 1990, it was 99 or 2000. Yeah, they don't mess around anymore. So then I was probably like 16 or 17, but yeah, it was, it was not fun. After a while, after we got, after we, you know, were into it for like an hour. It was fun at first. Like, oh, we got separated. We can find a way out. After about an hour. You're like, I'm done. We were shitting our pants. We were like, are we just, it was cold. It was like October. Dude, so scary. By the end, when we finally made it out, um, which was just from yelling, like, and hearing people. Oh my God, it was scary. Didn't like it. Nice. Plus, Ed's girlfriend was hella annoying. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) That's all I have. Okay. All righty, well, let's do freaky favorites. Oh, that's not freaky favorites. Oh, somebody's here. Hold on. Pause that. Yep. All right, my wife is here. We're partying it up tonight. 
At my house. At the Defulgentis bar. Don't say that. Oh, why not? People aren't supposed to know all of our information. We've said your last name on the show before. All right, moving on. <laughs> I don't think my last name's ever been said. Warden. Ah, no. Now they know <laughs> who I am. Wardon from Planet Wardon. Hold on. Okay. Um, your favorite kill. Um, I'm going to have to just say like the whole group kill of the adults in the beginning at the diner. They're, half of them are all like, oh, poison. The other one's like, oh, my hand. And the one guy's <laughs> Ow, like, oh, I got chopped with a sickle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. pretty accurate rendition of what happened. <laughs> um, I wrote Malachi, but do we see him die? Not really. I don't think so. What happens to him? No, he does. Isaac is he like is possessed or whatever. Uh, he like he's chokes choking him, him out. Yeah, I think he like breaks his neck. Does he? I don't know. Well, I think it's implied. Yeah, I don't think we see it because yeah, he's killing him. Yeah, but it's not really. Do they get blown up in that thing? They don't really show them die, do they? They don't know. Oh, huh, that's weird. Hmm. But that like would I said, be goosebumps. I'm assuming he's dead, and that's my favorite kill. All right, nice <laughs> Malachi. Malachi. Uh, your favorite character? Uh, Sarge, the wrench retrieving dog. <laughs> Duh. It's poor always poor the, pup. It's always the dog. Yeah. I give it to you every time. Um, Why are you so surprised? I don't know. I think I like the little kid. The little Joby? kid. The little sassy little kid who just wants his milkshakes yeah. and he hates thinks Isaac is weird. Yeah. He's, he's fun. Right. He's like, I like my records. Yeah. He had a, he had a couple of funny lines yeah. too. He was fun. Agreed. Uh, and your favorite quote. It's going to be, did we get it? I think so. Then why are we still running? That's a little kid. Little kid's <laughs> like, why are we fa- still running? That was my favorite quote. Aww. And he says, is it dead? <laughs> then why do we have to keep on running? And then Linda Hamilton goes like, where'd you find this kid? <laughs> Lazy ass I like when kid. he's like, excuse yeah, me. Excuse me. <laughs> he like saved that guy's life. Yeah. Is that it? You just closed your computer. Are we done? I don't have anything else to tell you outside of us telling them where to find us. Oh, right. We're Which, good, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for listening to episode 67. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, thank you to all our new listeners and all that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can hear meatballs barking. He's telling right you. <laughs> so telling do you. all yeah. of that. Uh, you can email us uh, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And you should. And you totally should. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, suggest some movies. We actually got a movie suggestion this week. We are going. From whom? Well, we, we're doing Halloween movies. All next month. Yeah, so you guys gotta wait if it's not Halloween movie. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna be doing Maximum Overdrive. Ooh, as no. the- <laughs> I wanted to tell him too. I was like, you're not gonna like our opinion who, of that who movie. That? Um, I don't know. I'll tell you afterwards. All right. I can't remember his. Uh, I know his. I don't know his name. It was Let It Roll. Okay. Okay. Oh, I that's think Jay. Jay. Oh, Jay. Yeah, yeah I yeah. worked with him at Target. Oh, really? Mike and I used to go to parties at his house, Club 107. We love him. Jay is such a great guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know you guys were friends. Oh, big old teddy bear. Love him so oh, much. Yeah? So, Jay, I know you're listening. We love you. Ah, cool. So. I had no idea. Also, I, I don't like that movie, but we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's some fun stuff in that movie we can talk about. Oh, yeah. No, he's a great guy. Um, that's another Stephen King movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where was I? We were at Yeah, suggest, suggest yeah. movies. Uh, drop us a line. So, you think show. Suggest movies. Segments. Blah, 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 blah. You know the deal by now. Yeah. And wherever you're listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share, share, share. And that will do yeah. it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.